This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. If our nucleus, if our key veterans are together, the locker room will follow, just like the great defensive linemen and the great linebackers and the great leaders of this team in the past. You don't think they had chippiness about them? You don't think they had griminess about them? We play in New Jersey, man. So there's going to be some chippiness. There's going to be some griminess. But we're leaving it within the lines, and I'll take a team like that. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. The voice of Logan Ryan Giants, a uh, headlining story uh, this past Tuesday. Joe O and Joe G with you at BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily, top of the hour, 10 a.m. Eastern time. We'll check in with Will Brinson, CBS Sports, find out his favorite bets for the upcoming season. He's going to be all over it. You're, you're going to see this, Joe G. I don't know if you've spoken with Will before. He is in love with Philip Rivers, so he is going to be all over Rivers returning to the Colts, or maybe he just wants it to end how it did last year. We'll see. Looking forward to that conversation. Oh, man. Giants, first day. First day of padded practice, and what happens? They've got a brawl. They've got a brawl. So Corey Clement, he's brought down hard uh, by Peppers, and then Ingram, the tight end, shoves Peppers. And then in the end, you've got Daniel Jones at the bottom of the pile the guy that's that spent the early part of his career injured already, and Giants fans, I mean, a lot of optimism around this team. People think they're going to go over that win total. I believe they're six and a half or seven, uh, somewhere in that range. I've heard people make the case that they could win the division at plus 450 since it's pretty wide open. Well, you ain't going to win the division if Mike Lennon's under center, guys. Well, that's for sure. That's not, not going to work. Yeah, and Joe Judge uh, was livid, I would say, yesterday. And and, and it's funny, Judge is... Uh, he he grew up and uh, and coached when he was young, very close to where I, I live right now in, uh, in north of Philadelphia. So he's mm-hmm. he's kind of like it's it's interesting what, listening to him. He's got like that Philly guy attitude, but he's in New York now. It's kind of an interesting mix just listening to him talk. And uh, I, I think he's a good coach. I think he might turn out to be a good coach for the Giants. We'll see if they win enough and have a good enough quarterback. But you're right, Daniel Jones can't be hurt if they're going to go anywhere this year. I'd be upset too if I was him. I mean, those training camp brawls happen. They happen probably once a, a summer for each team. It gets hot, it gets chippy, and they start swinging. But like yeah. the quarterback can't be on the bottom of that pile. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say Daniel Jones is is up and down as he's been, and I'd say below average as he got to the NFL. They're cooked if he gets hurt. Like they, they, the only chance they have is Daniel Jones playing, staying healthy, and getting better this year. They're not going anywhere, with Mike Lennon. Is there a difference between uh, a Philly guy attitude and uh, New York people? Yeah, I, I I gotta think of how I want. I'm trying to think of the. There's a difference. There's a difference. You don't want too much blowback on this one. Well, I'm just trying to think of what it, it's. There's um, 
there's maybe a, like a chippiness more, I think, to a Philly attitude. Than, more chippy. Uh, okay. More chippy, yeah. Like a, okay. a chip on the shoulder type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's that's the way I'd read it. All right. So he, you think – so you like the hire. You probably wish he was running the Eagles right now. I, I think Joe Judge is a good coach. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny last year. Quick story. So when the um, – when the Giants came to play the Eagles in November, remember the, uh, October, remember the game Daniel Jones like fell over his feet running for that 70 yes. touchdown? Yes. That Thursday. It was a terrible game, the Thursday night game. Um, so that was, there was like a month where fans were allowed back at Lincoln Financial Field. It was a brief period. We had some fans at the stadium. It was like 5,000, very small amount. So Joe Judge invited his family with, you know, Philly people to the game, but he, he had one rule for, he got like tickets for like 30 people. They all had to wear Giants gear. Like all his buddies growing up were obviously <laughs> Eagles fans. And he made them like decked out in Giants yeah, gear. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was pretty funny. He's He's got the team yesterday doing 100-yard gassers and push-ups in unison. I don't know how the media in attendance reacted because you've got to have that straight face, play it down the middle. But I would have been laughing my tail off. Because every every night, Joe, when I'm going to practice, I laugh my butt off when I see coaches running around the field. Why are you walking on my field? Give me 10 push-ups. Like it's it's the whole time. It cracks me up. I, and they're doing push-ups, they're going down two inches. I, I would have been laughing because you don't see this at the professional level. Hundred yard gassers and NFL team in unison doing push-ups like this is Pop Warner High School stuff. Yeah, that's it's the kind of thing you worry like. Is he going to lose the veterans there? Now he, yeah. now he had this attitude last year, and it worked for the most part. They got better as the season went along. They didn't quit on the guy, but you do wonder like how much of that can you get away with? This is the NFL. These guys are getting paid way a lot of them mm -hmm. way more than you, Joe Judge. Yeah, it, it makes me think different sport, different scenario, but it makes me think about coaches that are short lived. Like, is he a Tom Thibodeau? Yeah, it's looking great now for the next. Talk to me, talk to me, guys, in two more years. Let's see if he still has the front office and he still has the roster because it, he's short lived at a lot of spots. And guys that have this sort of temperament, especially nowadays, uh, I, I don't know that, that it's going to work a, lot, a long time. Superstar, is Saquon in? Are the superstar players? Is Daniel Jones in. That's the big question. If, if he's there long term, uh, something to monitor, worth monitoring moving forward, right? Definitely. And it, well, Daniel Jones has to be not on the bottom of a pile to, to be in starting week one. But it, it does bring up an interesting thought like, hey, you know, if Daniel Jones went down yesterday yeah. and he didn't, he's fine. He got through that pile yesterday. He's not injured. You know, where, where were the Giants? We're talking about Carson Wentz now, Jacob Eason. You know, and, and this is going to become a story this year, unfortunately, probably again with COVID. If a quarterback has to sit out because of protocols and his backup has to come in, like which quarterbacks move the line the most when they're not there? They are there. We already talked about week one, the Colts line, how it changed so much. And, and Joe, it's not so much who's the best quarterback. That's, I mean, that's it's beyond that in this conversation. We sure. know Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. But guess what? With Andy Reid, as long as the backup has a pulse, the, the, the Chiefs have a pulse in each game because of Andy Reid and a, and a competent backup. I know the line would move a lot, but I wouldn't automatically say the Chiefs can't win a game if Patrick Mahomes goes down. They probably could because Andy Reid's done this his whole life. There are some coaches, and I don't trust them as much, and the backup might totally stink. That's a big deal. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
I love this conversation, and it's something that we're going to revisit all season long as quarterback injuries occur. We should probably reach out to a bookmaker or two to have them on the show just so they can give us an idea of where they are because now we know the QB1. And we know all of the QB2s. And as I was going through the depth charts this, this morning, oh, my goodness. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that the Lions' backup was named Tim Boyle. Like, who is Tim Boyle? Is, and David, I don't... is David Blau still there? Is he the third stringer or is he gone? Or David is Blau? He... Yeah, I do. Uh, let me check on that. Okay. I don't maybe, know if maybe it's, it's a David battle. Blau. Maybe it's a Tim Boyle uh it's a Boyle Blau battle. Maybe Detroit. I was looking at a bad chart, but yeah, maybe it is David Blau. We watched him play. I don't need any more of that. Do no. you want any of James Morgan, the Jets backup behind rookie Zach Wilson? Oh, so I, I actually, it's, it's funny you brought that up. I, I turned on uh, WFA in New York a couple days ago to see what they were talking about. So that was Zach Wilson hadn't signed yet. He signed like the oh second day of camp. They were losing, people were losing their mind. Like James Morgan's taking first team snaps. James Morgan, same old Jets. People were just upset, but that's, that is a it's a big deal. I mean, I would throw the as much as people might not love golf. Like if golf went down, that's going to move the point spread a decent amount because like the backups Blau and Boyle. Yeah, Blau and Boyle are are still there with the Lions. Another one that really jumped out to me is whatever you think about Ryan Tannehill, and it's going to be fascinating to watch without the play caller who was hired away to run the Atlanta Falcons, how the Titans look this year with the addition of Julio Jones on the outside. That's going to be a lot of fun. I think let's see what the offense looks like, but if Ryan Tannehill goes down, do you know his backup? Oh, isn't it like his name is Logan. Logan Woodside is, is his name. <laughs> He's probably the most nondescript backup in the league. Like at least, yeah. Like if you're if you're a big better or just a big football fan, or both, you you probably remember David Blau playing a couple years ago when when Stafford had the back injury. Like that, that name probably resonates, and you're probably like, oh yeah, that guy, whatever. Logan, who? Yeah. Like Ryan Tannehill. If he, let's say he went down tomorrow, let's say tomorrow is Week One, Joe, and we get the Adam Schefter report the morning of of Week One. Tannehill, COVID protocols, whatever. He can't play today. Yeah. And Logan, what's his name? Logan Whiteside? Well, there's there's Logan Woodside. QB3 right now is Deshaun Kaiser. Oh, no. All right. So (laughs) let's say Logan is suiting up week one. I think the Titans are hosting the Cardinals. What what do you think the line of that game is right now? Titans minus three and a half? Oh, yeah. Let's pull it up. All right. So let's let's try to think on how much the line would move in that game. Week one, if Tannehill's not in there, we're, we're going to Logan or Deshaun Kaiser. Okay, if, if touchdown territory is Mahomes, and by the way, yes, Mahomes is the most talented quarterback, but is the line moving the most? He's the best quarterback, but you have a quarterback there in Henny who knows the system. And he Andy Reid. He can be all right. He can and be Andy right. Reid. Andy Reid, yeah. you trust to figure out the offense. So it's Titans minus three. Titans are a, a field goal favorite. Week one at home against Arizona. That line goes to what if it's if Logan is in there? Arizona would be favored on the road. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it would. I would. It might flip four points. It might be, and then Five? with the overreaction, it might go to a field goal the other way. So that's a six-point swing. It doesn't mean Tannehill's worth six points, but, but the, the, since it's around the zero, I d- I would have Arizona favored one hundred percent. So I was looking at um, Las Vegas Review Journal. They did an interview with Chris Andrews, South Point. He's great with the NFL. The, the man's a legend in Vegas, bookmaker over at the South Point. 
And he was uh, breaking it down in this article about what each quarterback, this is going into last year. So keep that in mind, going into last season, because a lot of this, you're going to be like, oh, that's ridiculous. On the high end, seven point movers. He had Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, and Ben Roethlisberger because of the downgrade to Rudolph. But, I mean, there's no way that's the case anymore. Still a significant downgrade, I guess. But, yeah, Brady, Russ, that makes a lot of sense. I would put Mahomes in that category. Are we missing anybody else right now? So the the one name I thought of, but then I, I, I stopped myself. After the year he had last year, you would think Josh Allen to anyone is a gigantic difference now let me ask you because you 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 know you have more experience with this than i do i tend to think mitchell trubisky has to now be one of the higher end backups in the league i mean the guy has played a lot of football he's not great he's not even that good but he's also won he's had a a winning record in the nfl he's not a he's not a guy you roll out there and say the game's over we're gonna lose i i i don't think allen is as high as the other guys because he has a competent backup behind him now I was going to ask the same question to you. Mitchell Trubisky might be the best backup in the NFL. I thought the Bills got him for a steal. Like, yeah. I, I mean, what did they pay him? Like three million bucks? It was and, nothing. And now you're now you're surrounded with with some quality weapons, and he has a great offensive mind with Dayball. Like, yeah. I, there, there's a lot of reason to believe that if given the opportunity, that Trubisky would be put in a position to succeed. Unlike with the Bears, he might be the best backup this year. Yeah, Might so I would, I would say Allen's probably not. Not as know, much it, as we think. Yeah. Right. You know, based on his talent, you would think, oh, my goodness gracious. I actually think that the Bills might save their season with that Trubisky signing. Like, imagine if Allen misses two or three games. They could get through it with Trubisky and still have a, a top two or three seed win their division. Meanwhile, if they had, you know, James Morgan, <laughs> they might be cooked and lose all three of those games. And we've got to put Aaron Rodgers down to Jordan Love in that seven-point category. Is Watson there? Well, Tyrod Taylor, I, I guess Tyrod Taylor falls in the competence, played a lot, backup category. I mean, he, remember, he, before the injury, he was terrible at the start of the yeah. Giants season. So you knew he wasn't long for that job. Yeah. And and the other thing is, with the longer these guys play, the more they're exposed. So Tyrod might have to play a lot of games. So that's, a, yeah. that's a big thing. The other side of this, Joe, is, is the quarterbacks that it's not much. Like, when we first had this conversation off the air, my first thought was, have you ever looked at the Niners record with Garoppolo versus when he's out? It's significant. They win mm-hmm. when Jimmy Garoppolo plays. They lose, even with Kyle Shanahan when he doesn't. But now they have Trey Lance. I, I think it's probably a very small difference now, which is probably the reason they went out and made that deal. Like, they needed to protect themselves. They needed to get the future. But Jimmy G can miss a game or two or three, and I don't think they lose much with Trey Lance. And if Trey Lance somehow beats him out, I don't think there's much of a gap at all. I mean, we're talking – maybe one or two points just because he's a rookie hasn't played much lately. Hasn't seen these uh, NFL defenses possibly. Let me throw one uh, that might surprise. Did I mention Rogers to love? Cause we've yeah. got to, if not, um, what about Kyler to Colt McCoy? Well, that's a big difference. That's significant. Yeah. And now, now McCoy, I would say fits. I put it probably in the middle of the pack backup quarterbacks. He's, you know, he's better than some of the names we mentioned, but think about how different the offense would be. Cousins to maybe mond big deal that Um, i mean that's close to a touchdown yeah on the same realm as the difference in the offense i don't think the gap is is obviously not the same kyler murray to colt mccoy is a gigantic gap but i do think in philadelphia if jalen hurts gets banged up they're going to run the ball a lot right jalen hurts is going to run for yards that's going to be part of their offense joe flacco would not be able to move 
like the offense would go, there's not great weapons at Philadelphia. They're going to need Hertz's legs to make plays. Without that, they'd be in trouble. Okay, like we're a pro Joe Burrow show. We, we've established that going into uh, year two for him. But don't you have to put Burrow to Brandon Allen up there? Yes. Even though he, you know, he's played very little football at this level, we saw how bad Allen is. Well, look, if you tell me right now Burrow's out for week one, I'm hammering the Vikings to just roll through Brandon Allen. So, yeah, that that's a big deal. Oh, one more. Uh, Justin Herbert to Chase Daniel. Man, no one's found a way to make more money as a backup quarterback to Chase Daniel. I actually applaud that guy. All he does is roll into cash. It's a big one. Yeah, that that actually might be one of the bigger ones in the NFL, especially if, if Herbert takes the leap we're all expecting. It's a big one. Well, yeah, it's got to be up there. Put it this way. I watched for a couple of years a head coach in Matt Nagy who's dying to bench Trubisky, but he couldn't bench Trubisky because he had Chase Daniel there. He would only do it for a series or so. So that would be catastrophic. Oh, no. Chargers futures. Chargers futures. No, no. No injury, please. All right. We're going to talk more about the Phillies. Do they really have a chance at winning the NL East? Keep it locked on BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel.